welcome to the Well Our Dames podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Susie. I'm Alicia. And today we are here to talk about The Once and Future Witches by Alex E. Harlow. Did I get it right? I, I believe you did. <laughs> it was really close if I didn't get it right, <laughs> by the way. Um, I left my book at home. <laughs> we are recording today. It's Harrow. Harrow. Alex. A L I X. E. Harrow. Come again. Do you want to? Yeah, it gives it color. It does give it color. <laughs> all right. Do you know I screw up all the time? You find it out. <laughs> what a cute picture. Okay, so the Once and Future Witches. It was really good. Um, and we are here to talk about it today. This book frustrated me like none other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sisters themselves. The sisters themselves. Yeah. We're going to talk Ooh. about that first. Because hot damn, I was like screaming through most of this book yeah. at their decision making. Yep. But we will get that to that in a moment. I had to put the book down a few times. So right. Walk away. I had to walk I away. So <laughs> their lack of communication yeah. specifically. Oh, the whole thing. oh my god! At one point, I was like, "Do I like any of these?" See, and <laughs> we'll talk about this. And it it was difficult for me too. But yeah. then near the end, it kind of rang true because of their it was their dad abusing them and putting them against each other we'll get into it yeah we'll get into that but I kind of I did yeah I did but also at the same time I was very frustrated and occasionally just wanted to like shout at them yeah um so many times so but that being said I would like this book but um I'm gonna issue from this point a spoiler warning uh, besides the fact that this book is frustrating, which I feel like you, dear listener, should know going in, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as it's 500 pages plus of frustration. Um, but we're going to be talking about the plot, the characters, the details, all, all that stuff. So if you have not read it, please pause this episode and pick up the book and give it a read. And in 500 pages or so, join us again. <laughs> and you know, then you can listen to us you know, pick it apart and talk about what we liked about it and then what frustrated us. I don't think there were things I didn't like about it necessarily, uh, but there were definitely things that frustrated me. Um, and for next month, I know all these episodes are going to be so far delayed and out of context, and I apologize. <laughs> My day job, real life work has been very frustrating, and I've had no time to really do much fun stuff really besides read. Um, so, by the time you hear this, it won't matter. But <laughs> I know before we had said last time that we were going to read like three standalones before we got back into a series. What well, has been three months, and that is a lie. So we are hopping into the Cruel Prince series, aka the Folk of the Air series, which is the official title of the series by Holly Black. And that's going to be our next pick. Our next book read will be the Cruel Prince. Um, and I love it so much. I'm excited to read it again. It'll be a lot of fun. Yes. I'm excited to read it at all. Susie has I'll never read it. I have never read it. And I'll probably slack again and, and listen. Not that there's anything wrong with listening to it, but I've heard that the audible version is so good. Good. I'm excited. One of the people that read it that I know listened to they read it by listening to it on Audible. And it was one of their favorite things. So there's some really, I mean, guys, Audible has some really cool stuff sometimes. So I'm excited to hear about. I feel like if you get a talented reader that can match the theme of the book, you're going to have a slam dunk. And I feel like that's what this one is. So um, also reading it with your eyes, also very cool. That's yep. what I'll be doing. It. Same, <laughs> same. I've yet to do Audible, which I did think during this because my work has also been really crazy, which has been 
part of the delay apologies guys but uh i was thinking i was like gosh darn if i was doing audible right now this would help yeah <laughs> at least be listening to while you're ready for work or driving or something because it was a challenging i felt like this author this is my second book we've read um and i really enjoy her writing but it takes a while to get into her books this one wasn't as long but still wasn't a fast read like some of the other stuff we read so that's why i was like man this audible really could have helped me <laughs> yeah <laughs> someone read to me <laughs> i used to i love audible and i used to especially with my prior job pre-pandemic I would drive two hours um, mm -hmm. one way and then two hours back. So four hours in a day, very frequently, like at least twice a month. So during that travel time, I mean, that's eight hours in the car. I would audible all day. Like I have audible, I have books that we've read in, our, in this podcast that I just put on audible on purpose so that when I'm reading or driving, I could just listen to it yeah. because it's, it's better than listening to the radio or music sometimes. Um, and it's a story that I know and love. That being said, I've not driven that much recently. It's kind of a, kind of a bummer and kind of sad. Uh, but that being said, it's okay. And um, Audible is great. I'm going to say real quick, if you look at Cruel Prints, there are a lot. Um, and most of them have naked men in them. The first I know one. it's the version. So <laughs> it's Holly Black. Um, but if you get sidetracked by one of the ones with naked dudes, I completely understand. And so yeah. does, uh, your feedback is they're worth checking out. Yeah. <laughs> Because we're not opposed. No. <laughs> no, not at all. So it's very, uh, it's very good, and I'm very excited to jump back into Fey World. Me too. Um, and it's a very different Fey World than the Court of Thorns and Roses. For those, I know we've done those books on our podcast. We're big Sarah J. Moss fans, and this is a very different, almost more Fey, yeah, kind of world. More high fantasy. Yes, yeah. I would say yes, and also more things about like remember Feyre's conceptions of the Fey world where like if you eat their food yeah. there will be yeah. like the, all the rules them, all the rules yeah. um it, it exists much more in those rules okay. yeah it's that kind of more traditional Fey. like turn your socks Legendary. inside out so you don't get lost like that kind of like so okay. almost yeah. similar to the ones of future witches with all of like the little yeah. rhymes that you need to remember to keep yourself safe as a mortal oh, in kind of a fantasy world okay um so it is different i liked it a lot it is a very different feel so it's not all just strapping muscular men with swords <laughs> that also have wings <laughs> it's not it's not that no but i don't love that and we love that. i could reread yeah. that again <laughs> we're gonna reread it now but no boyfriend please oh reese my dear uh, so and asriel well, oh yes I yes, know, exactly. I, Sophie agrees and she's never even read it. Sophie the dog is here and she's a big Azrael fan. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we get your pets on this time, Alicia, instead yes. of mine. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. So she is a dinosaur that's sustained her. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's get into this book. I'm doing a spoiler warning. I'm doing the next book we're reading, which I'm very excited about. Let's talk about the ones in Future Witches. Yeah. This story starts with three sisters. And I feel like this is not a huge print spoiler, but I feel like every time there's like a sister storyline, I get excited and then I get disappointed because the sisters don't get along. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm always like, ooh, it's going to be a, a strong sister story. And then they're like betrayal and anger. And I'm like, come on, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I felt the exact same way because they like start to set it up and then it's like, oh, but no, they hate each other. Oh, okay. I feel... <laughs> that 100 like i feel yeah. like caraval was like the closest version oh so God. far where the sisters are like in it for each other they yeah. have their, their little like fights and disagreements and stuff as sisters yeah. do but they're like 
one united force. But yeah, this was once again another thing where it's like things have gone wrong somewhere, miscommunication, mm-hmm. like yeah. that being a huge barrier. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like disappointing. And then they all thought they abandoned each other. Yes. And then it's <sighs> and not yeah. talking about it or just bringing it up and just saying, let's just hash this shit out right now and, and move on. And so it's like, I'm going to just harbor it inside and with resentment. I'm going to scowl at you and then you're going to scowl at me. <laughs> and then you're going to tell somebody else that what I did to you. And then I'm going to tell somebody else what you did to me. And neither of us are going to figure we'll never make that it we were played against each other by our fucktard dad. Can I yes. also just say like the way that the characters are described like for the sisters I found so interesting. Like it was much more witchy, like not painted like attractive or like, you know, a lot of things it's like, she's so gorgeous with lustrous hair. It's like, she's got pro feather hair. Yeah. What? Well, she's got a strong, what? long jaw, you know? Like, it's just, like, the way I also, it was described as, like, very, like, carried and frenzied and, like, yeah. especially Juniper, I felt like the way I envisioned her the most was, like, wild. Wild, Scrappy. and then her voice just very, like, smackers, like, Kentucky, like, kind of, like, talk, and I was, like, yeah. just, like, dying inside of us, I also love that Bella was the crone throughout it, yes. and it's, like, I did the math, I'm like, 26. Yeah, right, she had like, some gray hair, gray hairs, and she was a librarian, so she I mean, was I guess maybe at the time, too, lady, me too. I was just like, damn, love to be a librarian. Miss Minster, too, it's yeah. fine. Don't be Grace. Yeah, she's in, and we agree. <laughs> so let's talk about the sister. So we have Bella, who is, or Belladonna, who is the oldest sister, who is a librarian. Mm-hmm. And she was my favorite of the sisters. Um, I, and I think that's just because she was the least frustrating. <laughs> she was. I kind of, I connected the most to her because of who we all like books, yes. and she wasn't a dipshit like the other two were at times. <laughs> Although, I mean, she had her block too. Yes. But yeah I think she was maybe my favorite too she was the obviously the wiser one the more like to think things through and to not just act rashly you know I mean the three of them together could have a real good handle on the situation but apart they all are they all struggled yeah (laughs) yes um and then we have Agnes Amaranth who is the middle child but in her mind she's the eldest okay she wants to be the oldest and as the oldest let me tell you step back okay mm-hmm. you are not the oldest you don't get to tell everyone what to do because you think you're bossy she was just really bossy mm-hmm. i continuously forgot that she wasn't the older sister yes. it's the way she like talked about herself yeah it's because her mom said look after you know your little sister yeah that's every older sister's job i'm sorry yeah. or her sibling in general and then they abandoned her. her yeah and then they she reasons her. but still she was abandoned so yeah. that's my I'm assuming we're gonna get to Juniper next. So I honestly, she might be my favorite, might be because even though she's a fucking idiot at times, like (laughs) so stupid. And they're oh I'm sorry, I keep making noises on the table. So if that is loud in the microphone, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry guys. Um but she was also left with an abusive dad and honestly later on, like maybe he was touchy. Yeah, yeah. There was a vibe so Yes. I mean, her fucked upness is, yeah. it makes sense the most. Yeah. Agnes, it does as well, but I just, I can't forgive her. No. Like, I can't imagine abandoning your sister in that way. Like, obviously she had to leave. Yes. But take the seven-year-old with you. Yes. <laughs> or the so, ten-year-old. James Juniper. Is the, oh my God, and her name was James. Because she was after the father. Her father. 
James is not a terrible name for a girl. I no. quite like James. No, it's for just a girl. because like later on she's like, I think he just liked hearing his name. Yes. <laughs> That's why it was gross. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I do feel like he tried to maybe start over with her as a daughter relationship because he obviously fucked up with the other two. Yeah. Um, but he was the worst. So James Juniper is the youngest and most wild of the Eastwood sisters. She was abandoned by her older sisters um, as they left and went off to their own terrible futures <clears throat> and was left with their abusive dad, who was definitely physically, mentally abusive, but potentially a bit touchy. Mm -hmm. And she, her leg was injured and it didn't ever heal right. So she has a cane. And that way she kind of seemed older because she's always like hobbled she's around. But she's only 17. And we start our story with her. And I do love her, but I also, like, there was one point her. where she could to come up in, Oh, yeah. And I was like, good. Because, because, and it's not because I'm, like, vengeful, you know, but because she's acting so insane. Mm -hmm. And I'm afraid they're literally going to burn at the stake. Is it the rally? No. Um, yes, it was the rally. And when she showed up, and so there's a point, there's a rally. Uh, she joins, so she shows up. She kills their daddy. Look. Yeah, oopsie. Good the sisters her. don't know. Yeah, that's okay. So just a quick pause. The okay. fact that the whole book she's holding that back yeah. because she's worried what they'll say. I'm mean, like, they better not give you any fucking grief about that, and then yeah. they do, yeah. and that pisses me off too. Anyway, yes. sorry. Go back. Oh, we should also mention that she they're from Kentucky, and are they? Are yes. They? Okay. I didn't think so. Yeah, I mean, any farm. I mean, she took a train, but to, to Virginia. Okay. Or Massachusetts. Yeah. I thought it was in Kentucky. Anyway. I don't think so. I don't hmm. I'm pretty sure they're all East. Anyway, East. but it was like just enough away that like she was avoiding the law and hoping yeah. she wouldn't get caught. Yeah. But it was also like eventually this will catch up to you kind of thing. The posters were there. I really there. thought it was in Kentucky, but I could be thinking of 10,000 from January, which for sure one character was from Kentucky. So I can't yeah. be mixing that up. West Virginia. Anywho, <laughs> part of the way that she it's was like, hoping to like get by without being caught. Because I mean, it's like the 1800s as well. It takes place in 1883. Yeah, that. Yes. So it's not like but revisionist history, not our yes. 1880s. But it's not like you know it's going to make the news or anything super fast. Like it's by you know newspaper and wanted posters. So she's got a little bit of time on her side, right? Um, but she is also quite a portrait mm -hmm. <laughs> of like feral. Typical child, witchy, yes. witchy look, and is like a reward for her saying that like she's wanted for murder and By witchcraft. witchcraft. Yeah. And when I say good for her, it's not because I'm necessarily pro murder. I'm not, but but I put the word necessarily in there because if you end up taking out your horrible, abusive, yes. physically, mentally, possibly touchy father mm -hmm. because he's going to give your home the only place you've ever known to your dipshit cousin mm -hmm. in 1893 when you will be left. With nothing destitute, yeah. completely yeah. destitute. Um, fuck that guy. Mm -hmm. So, and your only person that was on your side was your grandma Mads, who has now since passed as yeah. well. Who is dead? Because she's your grandma. Because she's yeah. your grandma. So like now it's like literally she's just alone. alone. You're alone, and you're gonna be alone. Um, and she chose vengeance. Yep. So once again, not pro murder, but you do you have to. So she runs away from because she you know, murders your daddy. <laughs> She runs away to the town of New Salem, which, unbeknownst to her, I think, is where her sister talked. Definitely. She does not know. She has no idea. And so the thing with New Salem is that there is an old Salem. 
And Old Salem was, what, 600 years before it was supposed mm -hmm. to be, something like that? Um, more akin, I think, to what we know as Salem. Yes. Very right? Like, it similar. seemed more like... Yeah. Very similar to what we think of when we think of, like, Salem, Mass. Mm -hmm. um, which is where my husband's from. Uh, <laughs> so, what we think of when we think of Salem, Massachusetts. And there was, basically, it sounds like, an uprising of witches in Old Salem that was stomped out by the Inquisition and men in general and then burned to the ground. So all of Old Salem was burned to the ground. The witches were killed and they relocated like 10 miles west or something <laughs> and they created New Salem, a clean Salem without witches, free of sin, etc. You get the idea. It's not super creative. I kept having... <laughs> I can't even just change the names. I kept thinking of Duloc from Shrek, like that song... No, nobody's there. I've okay. never watched it. It's you've never seen Trek? No. Okay, in Magic Kingdom is first two. It's supposed to be like super clean and super safe. And they have a song all about it mm. before you even go in. It would be never yeah. mind. But that sounds appropriate, right? Yeah. For any Shrek lovers out there, that's yeah. probably what said. So yeah, so you know, it's just super. So that's where Belladonna and separately Agnes ran to mm -hmm. and and Agnes and Belladonna didn't know the other was there either no I don't know how it, it can't has, be that big it must be, I don't know how but also we know now we're gonna get to this in a minute they have a, a bond they pull they have mm -hmm. like a pull so it does seem weird that they wouldn't have felt each other correct before now but yeah but I feel like the pull didn't really happen until Juniper showed up mm -hmm. yeah so Juniper what runs away from home after killing her dad and she, <laughs> and she takes the train She's very recognizable. She is, as Alicia said, raven feather hair. They all have like just jet black hair, and which I think is beautiful. Yes. I'm jealous of. But they have like raven hair and they're very pale and they all look very witchy, very, very specific. Mm -hmm. Does Bella have? Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember if her hair was darker or if it was lighter. Well, and Agnes has bright red hair, right? No. Mm -mm. Agnes has uh -huh. dark hair. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. all have like the same. Oh, her daughter has bright red hair. Yes. So they all look very similar, like different, like variations of each other, essentially. Yeah. Which made me think of a court of thorns and roses with fairy sisters. Yes. yes. So this made me think a lot of fairy sisters. So right? <laughs> Once again, I get excited that they're sisters, and then I am sad when they are just. So, <laughs> yep. so Jennifer shows up. The moment she gets off the train, she sees her own face reflected back to her. And the wanted posters, which have already been put up for murdering by witchcraft. <laughs> and she thinks, oh shit, I've got to get away. You know? And so she hobbles around and through um, her travels and strike, she shows up immediately. I think at the suffragist, um, she comes across rally. a suffragist rally. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't know what a suffragist is, for one, but she's hearing them talk about how men are trash. And she's like, I'm on board. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Men are trash. So she's now very interested in what's going on. At the same time, a little Belladonna is coming from the <laughs> library where she was reading some nursery rhymes, some scribbled rhymes yeah. in a book. And she accidentally cast a bit of a spell. Yeah. <laughs> and she's not feeling too hot. I mean, she's actually feeling very hot because of the spell that she cast. Physically, yeah. Physically, she's <laughs> feeling warm. And she's trying to get home. And she's passing by the suffragist rally. And at the same time, Agnes Amaranth is leaving her crap job at the mill where she works 
and is passing, also trying to get home and comes across the rally. And those three women come across each other at the same time. And yes, at the same time, uh, spill blood, milk, and tears. Is that what Bella did? Yes, I think so. Also, I don't know what's happened yet. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It, it no, before they met? Yeah. Before okay. she passed out? I, I'm trying to think. It did. I mean, she was standing there and she was like, what is this? Right. And she's yes. like, milk drips. And she's like, oh, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, you don't drip milk until I don't know, but that's okay. Because yeah, right. that was a big thing in my brain. I was like, I don't think that would happen. But anyway, it just, yeah. So they it all had to happen at the same time. You're what right. did Bella do? Was it a tear? Yeah. She, she, it was something from cried. her. The yeah. Yeah. Yes. Something she like cried. that happened. Like maybe just like the movement or the wind or feeling the witchy. Yeah. Like, I feel like she like almost like is brought back to her like memory of home or, or something yeah, like triggers a tear. And I think Jennifer, poor thing, just gets hurt. She, well, she like spit, somehow she like had bit, bit her something and then she spit on the ground. Yeah. And then it was virgin play. Cause you always have to have a virgin and all this stuff. Virginity is a construct. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so before Jennifer spits one. Yeah. And next thing everyone knows, including the very confused suffragist, a magical tower appears in the sky. In the sky, <laughs> cracks open in the sky. Suddenly, everyone can see a tower full of roses and vines with a different sky. And it's all extremely witchy. And everyone is taken aback, screaming, doesn't know what to do, except for the three witches who suddenly see each other there. Yeah. Very confused because they're all sisters. Yeah. Suddenly, in the same little square. And ta-da, they accidentally called this tower into being. But they don't know that they did it yet. They just no. know that a tower has appeared, but they definitely know. Yes, yeah, so now they're like, we gotta figure out who cast the spell. Right, because it also disappears. It disappears. Yeah, and it doesn't linger for their wood. Yeah. We all saw this. Because Bella crazy. passes out of witch fever. fever. She gets witch fever. Yeah. She did too much magic yeah. for just her to and take on. Well, and I mean, it's not like she's been really practicing at this point either. I think yeah. it kind of seems like they kind of stepped away from it. So yeah, yeah. our practice and then do a big spell like that. Yeah, because Grandma Mags taught them all magic, mm-hmm. um, but smaller magic. Can I yeah. say, I, I like the construct of magic in this, because I like that it doesn't seem like anyone has power it's like as long as you know the words and ways you can do it and i kind of like that i yeah, love that will, construct. but they don't, the they don't figure that out until the end they do not because they yeah they're like we're i don't know they thought they were like destined or something mm-hmm. because they could bring the tower back and they're like oh no well, I think <laughs> everybody can do this i love when they think they're destined and yeah. then they it's they, sad. other people laugh and they're like well <laughs> no but i think it's one of those like presented that way too like the old witches were the only true witches like mm-hmm. a full power and it's kind of the same thing with like in like four corners and roses with the fae like they were really powerful back thousands of years ago and they've all kind of like lost power and it's kind of how it's presented like well now all you guys can do are little small like heal a seam spells like little small piddly ones because all the witches were burned mm-hmm. and so it's like just a trace of magic is left mm-hmm. so it's kind of that mindset that they were just like there's no rules for witches um, or even like in harry potter there's mm-hmm. muggles mm-hmm. and then there's witches yes there's the hard and brand. that's why the slytherins are obsessed with pure bloods is because they don't want to lose whatever they think gives them magic yeah and they don't understand how muggles have magic yeah. They don't get it. No. They don't care to understand because they don't think muggles should have magic. 
but they're just obsessed with the fear of losing their magic really is yeah. why they want to keep their family line strong here yeah exactly so which is the newest but I'm super bananas but that's just kind of how i mean that's what the royals used to do too they didn't want to lose yeah. the royal blood it's a yeah. it's a thought process it's we know dumb yes. but back then you don't yeah yeah so yes so they don't understand that yet but i love when they realize that and also there's men's magic, which is different than women's magic. But then later, don't they debunk that too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but these are like their conceptions at that, at that moment yeah. is that like men have magic that women can't work and women have magic that men can't work. Mm-hmm. And also men's magic, like men are trash. It's just like, <laughs> it's not powerful. It's stupid. Yeah. And so on. Um, these are not all my opinions, but they don't vary that vastly from and so you know these are these are like their ideas about how magic works and how the world works so and and also all the fairy tales yes which all the witches are bad terrible horrible people Mm -hmm. but in real life that's not really how they were um i also like how a lot of they used a lot of people we know today but made them women like I can't think of specific examples the Grimm's brothers there we go yeah the yeah and there was like a couple other times where they did that and I was like I don't know why that makes me so happy (laughs) but it makes me happy too it was really nice care and also they were oh who were they so unkind to oh my god they were very unkind to a real historical figure I didn't feel it was warranted Susan B. Anthony yeah oh I didn't remember that she got us a vote she loves the book. I know, but oh. how are they unkind? I know who she is. How are they unkind <laughs> to her? She was in the suffragist movement, but she was really stuck up and didn't want to do what she did. But they didn't have that exact name. Yes. But either way, <laughs> I thought they were unkind to her. Yes. Because I was I like, agree. she got beaten in the streets to give us a break vote. Well, was- and I know exactly what you're talking about. Because so when she goes to the office of the suffragist ladies, mm-hmm. she, she goes with her sister. Mm-hmm. We cut out some stuff, but you guys read it. I mean, yeah, they're like sure. trying to figure out where how to get back to it and she's like let's go to the suffragist because somebody there was the reason the they still don't know they're the ones that that <laughs> called the tower so then she brings up the witching thing and i'm like okay that was the first time i was like girl you're in a place called new salem yes. maybe have some chill and then yeah the leader of that group said i cannot think of her name and it's gonna it's like sandy cook or something like that oh <sighs> Yeah, Sandra. It, it starts with an S. It does start with an S. I'm not saying. Um. Yeah, I. It, this is gonna bug the heck out of me. Um. But she oh. said we're not gonna be like her because she like went out and got somewhat physical in her fights. Right. So she's like, we're gonna be prim and proper. We're not gonna be physical. And we're not gonna be stupid. Um. But yeah, I I know exactly who you're talking about. So when, so they don't, so the witches, our sisters, the Eastwood sisters, they don't know that they're the ones that call the tower. They think there's a group of other strong witches that exist in New Salem, and they're trying to figure out who they are. Well, there's rumors about, like, the um, tibula, like, group, like, Daughters of Tibula or something, but then, mm-hmm. like, that's not real. They've never seen anything to say. It's just kind of like a, like a rumor that they're existing and puts fear into people but they're like could they have done actually could they've actually cast a spell and that's what like we caught on to Emmeline Pankhurst oh okay she said we're not going to be like Miss Pankhurst that's, yeah yeah yes so they're, they're kind of weaving some real separatist stuff in yeah. with this but either way James Jennifer decides she's a suffragist yeah. and she wants to show up and take back her power from men 
and she equates suffragists with bringing witching back like yes. that's the whole point of and it kind of does make sense mm-hmm. if you yeah. think about it in the context of this world well in this world yeah which is really were for real for real for real whereas like and they know, were women and, and they women. were persecuted by men who didn't want women to have power so it does make sense also she just didn't do it right well she's the same story in reality i mean it is <laughs> but like jane's like her issue is that like she came from like the country mm-hmm. i don't remember how far she ever went in schooling but like she's less educated than these women who yeah. grew up in the city more proper they know how to carry themselves in public yeah. and then these like serious and things and she just deal. doesn't know how to like temper back and to like control her tongue a little bit so she's just like fuck the third thing she says to them is like which tell me about your witching and they're like whoa and I feel like she should know because people used to seek her grandma yes that she should know that those those people seeking her grandma didn't do witching on their own yeah and she knew that her grandma was kind of like a not a secret but like it was kind of like whispering to talk about her grandma in those ways so I feel like she would understand that even in her little backwater town that she came from that not everyone was a witch and that not everyone did witching um her family was raised that way like she should be i think she's naive on it oh yeah because she shows up Very with a wanted naive. poster for her that says for witchcraft yeah. and then the first thing she does is walk into the suffrage <laughs> and office asks about witchcraft. and asks about witchcraft and when they look at her like she has two heads yeah. and poor belladonna looks like she's gonna pass out <laughs> pass out <laughs> which she's like recently like come over from the fever but she's still not all well she's like yeah oh. she's about to scream you know, because she's already introduced this person as her sister, and you know, she, James Juniper is just like, we gotta bring back witches to take down men, and everyone wants to just fall into a hole. You know, they're, <laughs> they're like, that's not what this is about, you know, we're, like she said, we're using proper ways, we're going about this, the correct way, through the correct channels, to get respect, to get rights, blah, 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 and James Juniper is like, let's use magic to kill them all, like, yeah. <laughs> Like I did my daddy. Have you seen my wonder poster? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, she's all like, I don't want anybody to know I'm a murderer. But then she I feel like she's very quick to jump to murder from here on out. And she, she almost also murders that little boy in the square. I just she's like full of like fuel and anger and like which hatred. I understand, but I do she's I really a teenager. She's not a temper. She never like really truly learned to like manage her temper. Yeah. And no, like, who's going to teach her her abusive dad? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, her grandma probably could have helped, but she probably did the best she could. She probably did. She was elderly. Yeah. I feel like she kept her wild to keep her safe. That might be. Yeah. Like, she didn't know she was going to run the museum. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there's a lot. So, suddenly, Juniper, who's a very complex character, it's all crazy, is in Prim and Proper, 1893, New Salem, where we are trying to get the vote for women and be very proper and prim. Mm -hmm. And she's showing up looking like, I don't know, sewer rat. And she's just like, let's kill men with witchcraft. Yeah, chopped (laughs) up hair. And everyone is like, who are you? Please get out. But then they do let her stay. But they let her stay. Because they need the numbers. (laughs) <laughs> they are looking, they are desperate for recruits. But part of me also thinks that even though later she gets kicked out, and I can't remember her name, Miss Stone? Yeah. Miss Stone, that's yeah. it. I so do I think that in her heart, she did really want to help her because we also know later that she helped someone that was, mm-hmm. you I know. Guess, yeah. yeah, so I also feel like she was like, okay, this is a lost soul I have to help, but also let's calm this down. <laughs> right, I think once, so we can just get to that because listen, the sister's relationship is tumultuous at that. 
class. Yeah. Because oh. they all, Juniper thinks the sisters abandoned her, which they did. Which they did. They did. But she doesn't know there's a reason. She doesn't know they were both kicked out by their dad and like he but threatened no them if they came back. Mm-hmm. And basically, I get their names messed up. So Agnes thinks that Beatrice told her dad that she had been pregnant and had an abortion. Mm-hmm. And because of that, she said, oh, hey, uh, Beatrice was fooling around with another girl and then preacher's the preacher's daughter. So then both of them got sent away, but Agnes ran away and Beatrice went to some terrible school where they yeah. beat her constantly. Agnes got sent to like Beatrice. his, or no, Agnes got sent to his sister's house mm-hmm. when she was like the worst. That's right. Like very religious. Mm-hmm. And then Beatrice got sent to a private, like horrible school for children and very they religious. But I think they got in because of the preacher's daughter. Like normally right. it would be expensive, but it was like, well, this person. Like we Jesus. have to save her soul or whatever. Yeah. So but the- it was like torture. It was, yeah, tor- it was straight torture. It was and torture because she was not straight. Yeah, yeah. she's a lesbian. And also, they I mean, pure torture because they beat her. They literally, <laughs> like, they literally any sort of thoughts or like yeah. any looks that seem like sensual abuse. Like, just abuse and everything. Yeah. So. And they also, back to Juniper, they both wrote her. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why she's so stubborn and think, I don't know why she never thought that, oh, my dad. Would, would destroy these but so now they all hate each other because they all think they ruined each other's lives I although also, beatrice didn't seem that mad at yeah. her sister i was also surprised that they never assumed that their dad would have intercepted those letters either like they just assumed that she never they're like she doesn't care about us because she's not writing back yeah yeah but i don't know why that wouldn't have crossed her mind knowing that he controlled everything like for them being older i would have thought that they would have like expected that kind of movement but still too scared to go it there it goes there but sorry i don't mean to keep it around no, here i think it goes back to the fact and this happens in modern day too mm-hmm. of course it just happens all the time with you if you have an abuser the whole point is they're separating you mm-hmm. and they put you against each other yeah. and he did that to them their entire lives so they're so indoctrinated to that i just don't think mm-hmm. i mean that's that's what pissed me off the most too believe me throughout the whole thing i'm like just talk but i i think that's it i think they were just so indoctrinated to i don't know anyway yeah he was a trash bag he's he's trash he's hot trash hot trash so let's talk about so that's just kind of ongoing we don't need to keep passionate because guess what it's going to keep happening it goes through and they don't realize what happened with each other until i mean i feel like near the the end yeah it's giving birth yeah, so it's like three quarters of the book until so like yeah, I just long now that I think about like everything that happened. Yeah. A lot happened. And we cannot cover it all. Oh no. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, Do I have time for that? No. <laughs> we have plans. So, you know, it's, it's like that is a continual struggle for me in this book. Because every time they come together, one of them remembers that the other betrayed them and they storm off. And by one of them, I mean Belladonna and Agnes specifically, because Juniper is so desperate for her sisters that even though she thinks that she was abandoned by them, she is willing to forgive and forget. She doesn't want to be alone. She's never been alone. She's never been in the city. She doesn't know how to survive. And so she like starts staying with Agnes, I think, and then she stays with Belladonna. Yeah. And I think she's Agnes stays with let's stay for the night. Yeah. And yeah. then what a generous sister. And then she's yeah. just kind of like, well, you can work at the mill if you want. That's the other thing with Agnes. She makes a big point of putting up a wall. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's how I live. And it's like, well, it's really selfish. <laughs> it's not good. It's terrible. And she eventually realizes that. 
it's too it's, late, by the way. It's by the after way, the baby. It's yeah. It's just like the Nesta. She is the Nesta. She is. Oh, she's the Nesta. Maybe not as harsh as no, her, but, but she, when she throws that wall up and acts that way, that's when the Nesta comes out. Yeah. And she explains it that she's a survivalist. Like yeah. that's the way she views her but life. You gotta care for your baby sister. It's, I yes. know. She's seventeen. Yes. You know, her sister begged her, please don't leave me or something when she was alone. She keeps hearing that over and over again. Because it's the guilt feeling in her mind. Because she keeps abandoning the people that she should care for. And like her little sister, like she thinks that Bella told their dad that she was pregnant and had the abortion. So she's mad at her. But Juniper did nothing but be a little girl. Mm -hmm. And so, well, on top of that, even had that been the case, which it wasn't, she still betrayed Bella. Yeah, um, so she's the only one that actually the betrayed yeah. In her mind, in her reality, she was the only one to do it. Yeah. And Bella was pretty quick to forgive her despite the pain. She yeah. literal was, abuse. Literal yeah. abuse was just like, it's all right. You know, like, yeah. so that's the differences. Yeah. yeah. Agnes is probably the worst, you guys. Mm-hmm. She is. Uh, so and she's also she's pregnant. We should address that from the beginning of this book. She realizes at the beginning that she is pregnant when we meet her. Um, with just some guy he doesn't matter. He doesn't matter. He, that guy doesn't matter. <laughs> I think his name is Floyd. He comes yes. back later. Yeah. He and just wants her for the body. And she, yeah. just, and she sees, like, we even proposed, and she was just like, no. Like, she knows exactly what it would be. And she's like, nah, I don't need this in my life. <laughs> yeah. Which being unwed and pregnant is very bad in mm-hmm. 1893, no matter yeah. what reality you're in. Uh, yeah. So, but she doesn't care. So, uh, but at first, she's going to get rid of the baby again. But then she ends up deciding to keep the baby. And this is a continual thing because now she has something to protect besides herself. Yeah. Because her whole survivalist mentality, which has injured her sisters thus far, is been all about herself. But now she's a baby to protect. And so I'm just going to say it gets worse mm-hmm. because whenever anything comes up, where it be between her doing the right thing and her doing the cowardly thing that keeps her hide safe, mm-hmm. she chooses the cowardly thing and then says, it's because of my baby. I've got to keep my baby safe. And it's like, you're betraying your sisters, all of womankind, you are hiding, and you are nothing, and it's your excuse. And what are you going to say to your baby when she grows up? Yeah. You know, what are you going to say to her when her options are total shit, and she's working in the mill beside you? What's, what are you going to say to her? Like, I had a chance to do something, and I didn't because I was pregnant with you live with my choice because I made it for both of us yeah you know I love the Russian woman that yeah. <laughs> is like in the mill and she's got like her three daughters at one, at one point they get captured and they get released or whatever but like she calls her out and she's just like my daughter spent a week in the cell when in the she deep, and she's left. not even scared you know yeah. she's like Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah after like, Agnes had out. forsaken them and was like mm-hmm. I can't be a part of you and that lady was like hey when's the next meeting and she's like I'm out and then yeah, she's like, I love that she didn't hold that. You're she was just like, well, that's your choice, but I want you to know. Yes. Yeah. So you a little respect for you right now. Yulia yeah. is that character. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Yulia. And I love her because yes, yeah, she has. She's very opposed. So after the suffragist bit is out, because yeah. it's okay. So Juniper right is involved with the suffragist very briefly. And they oh, are going to talk about the rally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They plan a rally, just a normal, you get, you know, what is it? Permission? What's the word? A permit. A permit. permit. They had a permit yeah. to march. Yeah. So you have a permit to march, you have a permit to do a demonstration. And shockingly, the men revoke their permit. The, new, the guy who wants to be mayor, like, yes. shows up and then 
spoiler, he's the big bad. He's the bad guy. <laughs> but yeah, they're like, oh, sorry, you can't march. And no, you can't get an exemption. And she just backs up. She's like, okay, Miss right. Stone. The Miss Stone backs up because she only wants to do things by the book, them are proper, and they don't have the permit. And she has the foresight to see that in the future, she might be able to give them a permit again. Yeah. This isn't the Which only honestly opportunity is to march. Much it's very smart. It is. Unlike Juniper. <laughs> Unlike Juniper. It's smarter than breaking the law and declaring yourself a witch. Well, so, and knowing that this guy right. has a lot of pull already for the polls and, like, makes a good candidate for it, like, you don't want to be, like, make an immediate enemy with this guy when you're trying to be seen, like, as equals and you're trying to make a point. Like, she doesn't know what he is, but she's, like, trying to, like, be professional mm-hmm. and handle the... it the right way yeah. in hopes that maybe next year will be better. You know what I mean? That she can maybe like eventually have like neutral ground or like that's what her kind of in her mind. She's forward thinking. Yeah, you have to have partnerships. You have to work along with the mayor's office. Yeah. You know, you have to have, you know, they don't necessarily need to think, oh yeah, you need the right, but they definitely you don't want an enemy that's going to potentially try and prohibit you from doing it. Well, and what she ends up doing helps this guy become the mayor, right? Mm -hmm. Because He's not the mayor right now. So yeah. they use this to be like, that's why the bad mayor needs to go and get this. Guy. Yeah. So Backfires. Juniper decides that she is going to do the demonstration anyway. Very openly. Yes. She she, she recruits these these poor women along with her that yeah. want to, you know. Six girls, I think, right? Yeah. Six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. That want to keep doing the march. They don't want to, they don't want to quit. They don't want to be silenced. And she convinces them that witchcraft is the way. And they show up at the rally and they don like she has magic spelled to their hats to don them in the cloaks and to make some big public display about witchcraft being back. Shockingly, they all get beaten and arrested yep. um, in the street. And that's when Juniper almost um, kills like a teenage boy that's trying to stop her because he thinks she's a witch. And she almost kills him with her like little sneak charm that she used to kill her dad. And luckily, she doesn't. I think Agnes. It's because of Agnes. Yeah, Agnes. She invited her sisters to show up, and they actually did. They did. Yeah, hesitantly to watch this mayhem unfold. And then the next day, she. No, this is just the first time we see the shadows be weird. So, like the anti-suffragist lady. I don't even know what that called. Yeah, there's a Christian women's league or something. Yeah, so she shows up, and they stand, and then. Like the crowd gets crazy and she's like, their shadows are weird. And then that's what they yeah. attack. Yeah. So the attack happens. Juniper gets away because Agnes gets her away. Mm-hmm. And Belladonna sees it happen, but doesn't get directly involved. Because she can tell she's with her sister. So mm-hmm. she's like, okay. She's like, but she's with Quinn. 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 And then they get into their own trouble. Yes. People try to beat them up too. Yeah. Because they're women. At yeah. this point, any woman that's not like the Christian one are like the most targets. And Quinn is black. So yeah. Quinn is black. So and they're both lesbians. Not that anybody knows. Not that knows. The fact that like a white woman with a black woman at this time yeah. is enough when there is yeah, an angry mom and men to be like, well, we're going to beat you both up. Yeah. We don't know what's going on, but we don't like it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the fucking mindset. It's just, yeah. Uh, it's more than enough. So yeah. they're in danger. Yeah. So they go in hiding as well. So everyone's in hiding. So the next day, Juniper shows back up at the suffragist league. And this is when she gets her comeuppance. And I was happy about it. She yes. walks in. These other women that did get arrested or beaten are injured. Some of them are still in jail. You know, they've been held on real charges. And Juniper got away. It was her idea. And she left them all and got away. And she shows up so proud of herself to Miss Stone. And it's like, see what I did? Witching. Witching. 
he got their attention with which and miss stone is like you are no longer a suffragist you are no longer part of this organization and get the fuck out right and she's like did you think about the consequences that these other women are paying for your stupid actions you know she's like i'm trying to keep us all safe and make progress and you are willing to sacrifice us in our safety to do what you want and juniper it's like there's one line that says she looks like she's been slapped <laughs> yes and i was like thank goodness because she needs to understand that like really these girls are in a bad position now because of you know her indecision yes and whatever like this is more serious like i know she does no idea of the gravity that she's playing with of the circumstances of these women's lives she really doesn't understand she doesn't understand modern society she doesn't understand a current woman's place in modern society she didn't know what a suffrage was till like two weeks ago you know she has no idea what she's doing she just thinks that she can just go like unleash chaos yeah. and then people are gonna be like "Ooh, i didn't know my power let me bow to you you know instead of i don't know burning women at the stake yeah. exactly and i think the zoom comes up a little bit later where actress once again points that out to her like what about everyone else like, yeah. what are the suffrages and like then she's kind of like she finally starts to really think about it because she is like an i me kind of like thought process all the time like this is what i want this is my end goal yeah. i will use you guys for my own disposal like she is that person yeah. and she doesn't mean to be that's not how she views herself but she eventually acknowledges it yeah there she are other people that lives are involved like she really starts to I mean, I was glad to see that growth though, because like she yeah. just she needed it. She, she needed did. to grow up a little bit and see like she how did grow the most. Mm-hmm. Could see yeah. like how this could affect everyone else, like whose actions they have consequence. So the rally occurs. Yes. And after, and this is kind of a good moment because the sisters kind of come together and hug. I would say in this moment, I think it's when they start to at least communicate. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, after the rally, Juniper brings Bella there thinking that like there's gonna be some big difference and Bella's kind of like what are you doing that's when she get like obviously after the rally like, she learns like all both the sisters show up there they yeah. all three show up there and then they all end up leaving together but Mel, Bella makes that decision she's not gonna join the suffragists and lose with her sisters because she went with Agnes that's what it was anyway but they all end up meeting there and after that they kind of like they, they meet later at the, su- at the suffragists little like office. oh after the, ah, yes i'm sorry i was no. still at the rally okay yeah like, you're right so that's why they kind of end up meeting and then after that like they truly discuss like okay well like something's happened and then they realize at this moment that they were the ones that caused the tower to emerge and that like if they're serious about witching like there's probably others out there so they kind of start to kind of plot and scheme and like actually communicate a little bit and like I think they're meeting at uh, where Agnes lives at her little boarding house, her little area. Like that's where they kind of start like to create their charter. Yeah, whatever. and like getting their information out there. So that's kind of when they finally start to interact together. And it is. And I do think they hug on the street. Probably um, they might. So they decide to form an organization called the Sisters of Avalon, <laughs> which Yulia joins. Mm. I love and Jenny joins too. Jenny, yeah. Jenny's the one that joins first. Well, she's the very first one, but when they have their oh, first yeah. meeting, yes. oh, yeah. where people sign up, Lots of people. Julia's the first one yeah. And they were clever. I was impressed with this because they used Cleo mm-hmm. or Quinn, um, newspaper. her newspaper, yeah. and they like made it where you had to be like interested. You had to like prick your finger with blood, like say a thing to see where the yeah. location was. Mm-hmm. So I like that. That was like smart, you know. It's very clever. And I love Cleo Quinn. She is uh, not, she's 
I want to say she's not a minor character no. in any way, um, but she's not one of the sisters, but she's probably the most important character besides the sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is a witch from New Cairo, uh, which is the black part of town. Mm-hmm. And she runs a newspaper. She is married. Um, Got about that. She and her husband have an arrangement. Marriage of convenience. It is a marriage of convenience. Mm-hmm. He lives out of town with a gentleman. And she is free to do whatever she wants in New Cairo, which is pretty nice. Yes. She has a bit of a crush on this Belladonna. Yes. And they spend a lot of time. It's, it's very mutual. They spend a lot of time cozied up in Belladonna's office in the library, pouring over books and having flirtatious conversations. Can I just say, I think about this all the time, even in modern day, mm-hmm. how, but especially back then, how hard it must be to be a woman mm-hmm. and be like, is she just a nice person? You know, like, right. Yeah. Like, de- and that's definitely, Bella is worried about that too. Because I think later she's even like, maybe I misread the signals. And she's like, I was straight up fucking flirting with you. Right. <laughs> but yeah. that has to be so hard because if you're wrong, then you're going to get persecuted. Right. Like, especially yeah. it's crazy. The, in any time, but especially in 1893. Yeah. But you know, like, are you nice or are you free? Yeah. Because it's so hard to tell. And especially, like, back then, like, I was in Angry Gables, what did I love? And it's not about lesbians at all. But, you know, she and her best friends are bosom buddies, and they do everything together. And, yeah. you know, it's like, how are, if that's the friendship level that you're supposed to have with them. Right. How are you supposed to know? How would you know? But if someone actually to be so has scary. a crush on you, yeah. or is she just calling into my bed every night because we're best friends and this is how we do slumber parties? Yeah, and it's innocent because no one thinks that little girls are something, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, because that would be so inappropriate, yeah. you know. And so it's like, how are you supposed to? Mm, how are you supposed to know? Yeah, the lines are so blurred, mm-hmm. and so I do feel bad for her because it's obvious to us, the reader, that that Cleo has like a big crush on Belladonna, and Belladonna has a big crush on Cleo. But I understand her fear of, I'm not going to be the one to make the first move. Yeah. Because she knows <laughs> that if Cleo makes the first move, then she's great. And if not, one, she could be jeopardizing the friendship. She could jeopardize her reputation. Well, and Cleo, like, she does have this very charismatic, like, this, like, wild smile, like, eyes that just, like, light up. And she, Bella even makes at one point, like, I don't get those looks anymore. Because she got it, like, beat out of her. Mm-hmm. But then Cleo's also a reporter. So she's here for story. So it's like, it is that kind of also a question of like, how she much of this is you're using me and you're trying to like gain my trust or like, maybe she doesn't at the time know that Bella is also a lesbian. Either way, she's using her ways to get information. So she's like, I really don't, I'm having Which, a hard time. What's real? She was. She, oh yeah, she, she was. Yes. She knew deep down it was like a secret smile, like more yeah. than like a normal smile. It was yeah. like, like, but she also, the, she also smile. was using her in the beginning. Oh, absolutely. And she doesn't <laughs> yeah. miss it that way. Yeah. Which had to be painful to have to, like... Yeah. Although, at least she wasn't spying on her for, like, bad people. Mm-hmm. It was for the daughters, daughters of, the, of Tabitula. I don't know if that's really her name. But they're the daughters. Yes. They are I know. The, the witch organization mm-hmm. in New Cairo. Yeah. yeah. Which her mother is one of the elders in. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Tichuba. I was close. You were very close. Do you ever to be like something like that? <laughs> I was trying to remember what it was. <laughs> Body part <laughs> makes sense. But I was putting it in Yeah, anyway. So, yes. So they have a friendship. So they start the daughters of, or not the daughters, the sisters of Avalon, mm-hmm. which Cleo does not join. No. But she does attend all the meetings. Yeah. 
which I thought that was interesting that she was kind of allowed. Like everyone is yeah. just kind of like the sisters, at least Agnes is like, all right, Bella has a crush on this woman, you know? So she just kind of lets her keep showing up. Yeah. But the entire point of the oath that they take is to make sure that none of the sisters can betray their group. Yeah. But Cleo never takes that oath. Yeah. I mean, she does eventually. She later does. A long time later. She does way later. So they start doing these demonstrations, which I don't really understand ever what the point of what these were. Except to... Wasn't it just to share strength. the ways and words? Yeah. Oh, I know what you, you mean. <laughs> like, yes. The, train, uh, the, the tree. The well, statue was stepped into a pig. Yeah. I think it was kind of trying to, like, Know, make themselves known like, like more than just Rally an advertisement that just looks just kind of like oh, we did you know what I mean which obviously yeah. is going to spark fear mm-hmm. and some so it is it's double-edged you might bring more recruitments and other women interested but you might also get people fired up so it's like also at that point pop. the incoming mayor I don't remember if he was actually elected or you but he does eventually get elected. He's like, oh, that's okay about the St. George statue. It was bad like this anyway. And right then and there, he knew who he was. Yeah. <laughs> that's suspicious. Yeah. Because but, also, like, his, like, when you looked at it, it was either, like, there was something, like, his gaze, like, something was off with like, this, yeah. this person. Mm-hmm. You tell something in the shadows. Like, his, something wasn't right. Like, a glamour almost, like, was not quite right. Yeah. So I was just like, hmm. Strange. You're weird. You are a villain. Yeah. Singer. I see you, villain. Yeah. So, yeah. So they start doing these demonstrations. One, they turn that statue into a pig. Um, I don't know. What was the second one? Oh, they did the trees tree. grow yeah. in the, like in the factory. No, so there's a factory where a bunch of women die in the fire. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, fines? Like, yeah. What was it? So I think that is. one, what happened was the... They didn't, the men that owned the factory never got in trouble. <clears throat> so back in this happened in world history too, where it'd be the like shirt factory. Yeah, yeah, shirt factory where so women couldn't leave during their shift, they, they would barricade the doors and lock them. Mm-hmm. And so then fires would happen and you were trapped inside and you would die. Mm-hmm. But then there was like no recourse, like you maybe got like a fifty dollar fine. Not right. to mention like forty women lost think they their got lives. Anything. Yeah, it was just well. like a slap on the wrist kind of thing. Yeah, which is just so messed up, and that happened so much because there was obviously mm-hmm. no rights for women or workers. Yeah, and, yeah there was in a, general. There was not but I'm trying sure, like, no to remember what they did. Was it? Oh, trees? they did the bean like the Jack the Beanstalk rhyme where they got like yeah, apple seeds and they like made like an apple tree appear it wasn't the apple tree that was the third that's one. why i'm getting confused because the third like, one was the golden apple okay, tree in the cemetery you're right yeah so the second one was they went to oh the- they created like like a that lost women and the women died they were just rebuilding a factory okay there was no like you said there was there was no if anything a slap on the wrist for them they had no real punishment they just needed to rebuild the factory which if anything, which if anything is just more jobs for men so they're just they're starting construction they're taking all the rubble out and they're just rebuilding the factory so the sisters of avalon went in the night and they planted these seeds and then so the next day the guys come out for construction and it's just a forest. It's mm-hmm. just like one building worth of what would be a factory is now just a thick and penetrable forest. And one guy goes into the forest and it says he does not come back out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so like they can't do construction, they can't rebuild the factory. Like, so it's like a big to-do because right. 
you know, it's, but it's like a statement as well that these women's lives were lost mm -hmm. and all you care about is you're not making shirts, you know? Um, and then the third one is the biggest one, which is the golden apples yeah. and the cemeteries. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the other big part of this whole thing with the group on top of the demonstrations are that they are trying to figure out the spells together. Mm -hmm. Like they're learning from each other rhymes they were passed on by the grandma and yeah. finding the actual words from it. And then they're like teaching each other and using it. So that's the other part of it too. It is a demonstration, but they're also together yeah. forming that kind of coven or whatever you want. So right. yeah, it's kind of a dual thing. They don't have all, they don't have like the grimmery. Is that more? Yeah. They don't have that. They don't like they're looking through storybooks and nursery mm -hmm. rhymes and trying to find spells through all Which that. we found out later is how they kept the spells. Yeah, exactly. Which I kind of thought was I it's clever. Yeah, it was clever. very clever. And like there's a woman that does like TikToks about mm -hmm. the history of nursery rhymes that we just said before, uh, which I really love. And a lot of them are really, really they're all really crazy. They're really crazy. Like yeah. the little rhymes we learn as kids. Um have dark. I only know a couple and I can only met dark yeah. past like Ooh. around the rosy oh yeah they're all dark they're all, they're very, all dark. very dark they're all about death. but yeah so like that's kind of how the women like kept these alive by passing on as innocent things that men would never think twice about a story to a child or a song yeah. a nursery rhyme they don't care about women's work women's words yeah. <laughs> you know and that's it and like there's more cunning that way yeah they are and you're right and so they do the third and, and like here's what was frustrating to me about the third display mm -hmm. so cleo like left her hat and she gets some belladonna gets some suspicion that cleo is using her essentially she talks about one woman francis or yes. something like that who she i think she figures something oh, out from her, and she just happens she to be like them making like googly eyes or something or something and so she just happens to like strike a conversation yeah. with her separately and cleo's not there and like, oh so you know cleo mm -hmm. and she was like we were close once yeah and so that's when she kind she of has like other interests or how yes, that were more important right mm -hmm. and that's when like bella's kind of like sad and she's just like gives it with a pitying face and she's just like you're not the first you won't be the last kind of like conversation thing because i think they've been to the fair so at that see, point yeah she talks to her ex-girlfriend basically and yeah. she shows some doubt about cleo's intentions with belladonna mm -hmm. yeah. and it's like is there anything else that she could want from you essentially you know mm -hmm. and the answer is yes mm -hmm. the sisters that one yeah so she goes to meet her in new cairo uh she's been kind of cold to her and she told her at one point that since they were done with their research, there wasn't any reason for her to keep coming around. And Cleo, this has got to be out of nowhere. She has yeah. no <laughs> idea what's happened. Uh, so Cleo leaves, but she leaves her hat. And so after, I don't know, probably a couple of days, Belladonna is like, this is stupid. I must see her. I love her. You yeah. know? <laughs> so she grabs her hat and she goes down to the Cairo and she finds where she is, which is like a spice shop. And as she's walking through, like there's no one at the front. So she's walking through, she hears Cleo talking to someone else and it definitely sounds like she's reporting yeah. on the sisters of Avalon and about how they're doing their third spectacle tonight and about how she what I thought was interesting was she warned them it was too dangerous I thought that would be a weird thing to tell a spy yeah like I tried to get them to not do this activity I'm telling on you about uh but either way she's definitely sharing their secrets because she never took the oath um and so that's the only reason she's able to do so and then Belladonna runs away, right? And she gets back to Juniper and Agnes and she says, like, we've got to call this off. Like, she's, I don't know who she's talking to. Yeah. She didn't seem she was talking to. 
but she's telling someone our business, this is not safe for us to do. And that's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Juniper's <laughs> like, no, it's fine. I don't care. You know, we don't know who she's like, who did she tell? And she's like, I don't know. And then she's like, but it's fine. Like, yeah, she was like, was it the cops? And she's like, I don't think so. It's fine then. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah. So that night they go to the cemetery. They do the really cool spell of creating. They take like a tree that's there, and then they turn it from like an elm. It's not an elm, but something like that. Mm-hmm. They turn it from that into this beautiful golden apple tree with golden apples, and it's so pretty. Mm-hmm. And definitely it's going to make a big statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and they get shockingly uh, attacked by Gideon Hill and his goon squad. Mm-hmm. of police officers <laughs> and, and they capture James Juniper yeah mm-hmm. and Miss Cleo is hiding there and she saves um Belladonna um and takes her down secret passageways back to the pyro mm-hmm. and is like I didn't betray you to the cops because I mean who else are we going to think at this point betrayed them yeah none and of, she's there yeah she's there like none of the sisters can betray them yeah so it had to be her but then she's like, I promise it's not me. I wouldn't betray you to the cops. Uh, and I've come to rescue you. And poor Agnes just like runs away. And she's getting pretty heavily pregnant at this point. Yeah. Um, and she's just like running away, trying to get to safety. Yeah. Which she does. She does. Yeah, yeah. She uses that trick from Lee on how to like escape a little bit. Like one of the tricks would be going back to Lee. One of my favorite Agnes moments early on because I mean, she was kind of the worst in yes. a way she had was she go yeah she, she did grow too Ooh. but she uh, was tasked with meeting with um was it one of the girl's cousins like Annie's yeah. cousin Mr. Lee who mm-hmm. him and his group of men had been up in Chicago and they ended up like rusting off machinery on these train tracks and stuff and like caused this huge like uproar and all this stuff so anyway so she knows that he's got spells and so now she's been tasked to try to get him to teach them because Annie was getting nowhere Mm-hmm. and so she meets him at this like bar where basically she calls him over and he's just like not happy she's like the pretty one <laughs> yeah. she's the pretty sister that apparently yeah. like, everyone's just like Ooh, enamored with and so she's like using his looks and he's like does this really work for you <laughs> so just like and it clearly it is working yeah <laughs> it is yeah. but like he's just that guy yeah. that's just like he'll call the bullshit a little bit and then he's so like flirting way too obviously pregnant mm-hmm. she's very pregnant yeah. But he doesn't care. He he does. Does. I feel like there's even a time where he looks down and he's like, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I just think the ballsiness of being heavily pregnant and showing up and being like, tits out and be like, I'm going to flirt my way through this situation. Yeah. <laughs> Look at, I obviously put out. And then at one point he's like, where's your husband? And she's like, I don't have one. And he's like, but the whole baby. Yeah, <laughs> you know? But I also think it's like kind of funny in that whole like context of like, I don't got no man and I got pregnant. You can get pregnant. Yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, you can tap this, and nothing's gonna happen. Like it's like that, like weird, like thought process in the back of their mind. You know, like yeah. is that like a thing for him? He's just like, okay. Yeah, he did. He did not seem bothered by. He it. was unbothered. Yeah, it was just so funny. If anything, he was. He was I a think little into it. it. Yeah, but I will say I gave mad respect to her that she was not didn't actually like follow you know I what I mean like she kind of until yes. they like fell in love yeah but I was like proud of her that she wasn't just like I am that easy but it was yeah. just like no sir I do actually have some standards I just wanted to get you to this meeting yeah. but it cracked me up that like she basically like makes a bet with him like show me a trick and like I'm gonna do it too and if I do it 
the same, or if we can do it at all, like yeah. Michelle does media, and of course he's a man, and he's just like, women can't do really spells, do. and she's like, mm, I call bullshit, so show me the day. So he like, impressively, sh- like, spider glasses a mug, <laughs> and it's like, okay, is it supposed to stand up like that? Okay, whatever, whatever, and then she does it, and she shatters every single glass in the bar. Yeah, and I think that was a turn point where he's like, <laughs> like I'm officially okay. okay. Yeah, well, yeah, like, I'm into this. Like I'm interested officially now. <laughs> I, was, I just love that those two was just like before she even did it. She was like, "Here's the address we'll be And then she did it, and he was just like, "Doesn't oh she chug the beer too?" She was I like, "Here's the address she'll be meeting me," and she chugged the drink. Wouldn't be surprised. Maybe. <laughs> back then, people, you know. And by back then, you mean as to the seventies, women used to drink sure. while they were pregnant. Yeah. Um, yes, but back in the probably 1800s, even the eighties. Yeah, in the eighties they did cocaine when they were pregnant. In the eighteen hundreds, sometimes the beer was safer than the water. That's true. It was That's the same. True. It was you. You knew it went through a process where the water you could get like yeah. real sick from dysentery and shit. Yeah. So it was one of those things that I was like, yeah, sure, drink beer, drink some wine, whatever. This is life. Be a little drunk. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's a little drunk. The baby's probably fine. We don't know that. Baby's. I need it to be there. I didn't drink it, but. In France nowadays, it's not safe to eat salads when you're pregnant, but it is safe what? to drink wine when you're pregnant. See, the rules are always a change. And that's nowadays in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine that's what I going to Paris while you're pregnant. I'd be like, <laughs> it's fine, it's safe for the baby. I'm in Paris. No, no like I'm serious. I know you are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like a lady cool. got shamed because she was eating a salad, but they tried to give her wine. Anyway, yeah. There's so many weird things when they're all Yeah. There are. Which so cheeses you can eat? Yes. Can't eat those cheese. Can't eat that. But you can eat the cheese. Can't eat the like, I love all cheese. Meat tray because that's not safe. I remember like, we went to um, yeah. our favorite restaurant with pizza. And I remember you asked about the basilica. And yeah. you asked about the pizza and the cheese. And the answer was you could eat it. And you were like, I, I can so eat the cheese. And I was like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I was. No, I anyway. keep trying to think about that with my friends if they're pregnant. I usually let them choose. So yeah. like, I want you to choose somewhere that you can eat. I'll find something <laughs> on this menu. I'm not a big eater, but like you guys have limitations. <laughs> but I love back then because they just didn't care. They didn't care. They didn't know. They didn't They ate what they Same. ate. It was also like you didn't really have refrigeration like that. She, yeah, she also didn't have a lot of your Ignorance you is know? bliss. You know what I mean? It really is. And you know, there's like what, like a twenty percent chance you're gonna die in childbirth anyway. Like, I mean, there's a super high. <laughs> just drink your wine. People dying in childbirth all the time. Just drink yeah. your Their wine. Their mom did, although he kind of caused that on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's think of a high risk scenario. So just drink your wine, eat your cheese, and whatever. Yeah. But nowadays, don't do that because we know it's bad. Yeah. Unless you're in France and don't eat <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Read the book. You'll be vilified. Anyway, yep. Salads are dangerous. That's what we were talking. About. I yelled at a guy at Subway once because he refused to give me spinach. It was after they had done the equal there was a spinach, thing, yeah. and then it had been solved. And all the subways had spinach again. And then he told me that his franchise didn't carry spinach because it was too dangerous. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, the danger veggie of spinach <laughs> is what I want. I don't want lettuce." It's deep. And he was like, oh, <laughs> he's very taken back by my anger. Because I was like, lettuce gets E. coli breaks all the time, too. But anything that you don't wash, that you touch with your hands, get, that yeah. is a vegetable, can have problems. But, but well, he was like, he was like, spinach is the devil. 
Exactly. And I was like, give me my spinach with my summer. It's not even just the vegetable. It's the fact that the people in the fields having to pull the vegetables out, how do you proper place to do the use the restroom where you wash their hands is where a lot of this comes from, which is why I always wash my veggies. Which public service announcement. I wash my veggies, y'all. Which yeah. you judged me for a long time ago. You made fun of me and look <laughs> I made it. fun of yeah. you because you have a weird device to do it. <laughs> I have a vegetable cleaning spray. Yes, it's organic. You have a weird device. <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. It's not wrong. Okay, I feel like we're devolving. We have, we have lost the we plot. Left. You might have cut this out for time. I'm not cutting this out. <laughs> if you thought I was cutting this out to save your shame about your veggie queen, oh, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> you are quite wrong. So, I'm not ashamed at all. Back in the day, where Agnes probably shouldn't have chugged that beer. I think she might have, and it was badass. And then she was like, it shattered every glass in that building. And August Lee was like, okay, <laughs> can I bring flowers? And he, he does. did. He, does. Yeah. he brings flowers to the meeting, and I love it so much because who greets him? Is it Ginger? <laughs> and she's like, what are these for? What spell is these for? Like, yeah. she does not understand the she concept has, yeah, of bringing got no social graces. No. zero understanding of how, like, any romance or anything works. I feel like she needs to come with a public service announcement to anyone. Like, anyone encountering Juniper <laughs> should, like, Agnes or Belladonna should just be like, FYI, my sister's yeah. bananas. You know, because he <laughs> shows up with flowers like a nice gentleman. And he's so cute. And she's like, Train, she eats the flowers. I was gonna say, doesn't she, she, eat a petal. she eats the petal. And she's like, what spell does this make? And he's like, what is this person? What is this creature? And she's looks wild. Yeah. With her like fierce green eyes and, Agnes, and crazy hair. Yeah, and like, like face. <laughs> That's my little sister, you know? <laughs> yeah, she like lets him deal with it. And finally she's like, dude, it's fine. Let him in. You know, like, <laughs> she just watches it. Yeah. It's hilarious. Oh He's just kind of like, what did I get myself into? It's hilarious. So, okay. So, August joins the fight, basically. He signs his name and he's so cute. At the same time as Cleo, right? Yes. Yeah. Cleo's yeah, like, let me jump in like on there. This. Yeah. She's like, I guess I'll do it now. Like, if this boy is doing it, I guess I'll mm. do it. Um, Quick question. Okay. The night of them escaping through the underground tunnels does she spend the night with her mom in the spice shop she does yeah and isn't there like other stuff that happens there that no isn't that when they kind of have a moment no not no not quite there but not no no nothing physical actually happens but like she meets the mom and kind of gets to learn a little bit how like because i think i don't know if her mom came but other women from the daughters came and observed at the first meeting, mm-hmm. but they were like, we're not going to sign our names. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of says like, you guys are doing demonstrations that put you in the spotlight. Whereas we're trying to stay under the radar, but still <laughs> learn right. and okay. operate. Like there's a difference. Like we're not trying to be seen because it's not always good. Like right. repercussions Especially happen from it and yeah. we're black. And so we're already targeted in general, but we have to be mindful of what we're doing, what we say, oh. how we operate. Right. So like, no, that's why we didn't join your club. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're trying smart. to survive. We're, we're surviving this way. Okay. I mean, it's smart about because I just yes. couldn't remember if that's when they actually had the moment or if that was later. That's latest. Okay. They kissed later. So it, it is late. So that's why she's like, go ahead and stay. Here's like a spare room or something. Are they staying the same bed? 
Maybe they do stay in the same bed. Yeah. She wakes up and she's gone. Also, she doesn't know that Araminta is Cleo's mother, which I thought was messed up. She, yeah, she, didn't she doesn't introduce her as her mother. Yeah. No. Which is yeah, because later she's like, you met my mom. <laughs> right. She's like, oh, yeah. that's not cool, dude. Come on. You're trying to make an impression. So, <laughs> but the, the funny part of that conversation the next morning is Belladonna is all like, I've got to get my daughter, my, my daughter, my <laughs> sister out of jail, you know? And she's like, she's being held on false charges. And I love that Cleo's like, are they false? Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. No. <laughs> you know. Oh, because the murderer thing came out. That's yeah. murderer thing. So she's been, so James Jennifer has been arrested for murder by witchcraft. And she's being held in the deeps. And I think it's like, this is like the perfect example of, I feel like in this time of privilege, which is so far different than now because at least we can vote now but still the difference is she's like they can't hold her on this this is not lawful we have a constitution yeah. and uh Cleo's mom is just like laughing at her and she's like you are so cute oh my god you think any of that matters you think that matters she's like I bet your sister's in the deeps and they're gonna burn the state and she's like what and yeah. she's like you guys are so silly like She's like, I can see you haven't really suffered any repercussions before. Well, they even bring up that, like, one of Cleo's cousins, like, got arrested for, like, a minor or false charges. Nothing even serious, like, maybe being drunk. Like, something just dumb. Mm-hmm. And he was in the deeps for weeks. And when he came out, his legs were basically like, rotting off from, right. like, filth. And, yeah. like, I got the impression that he died or was at least a WMPT, but probably died because of the time and infection yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Showing that, like, regardless, they'll do what they want. They'll do what they want. You're yeah. still insignificant because you're a woman. Yeah. So and like, making it a witch means they can do whatever they want. Exactly. Because you're even lower than a woman. You're like the lowest like sewer level, level of anything <laughs> hierarchy wise because like you're scary. Yeah. And that's why they didn't join the Sisters of Avalon, yeah. which was smart because they were like, you guys are quite showy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know how that ends. Yeah. Um, we're not going to do that. So they're smart enough to be able to to figure out a way to get Juniper, because the conversation is now, do we try and save Juniper between Belladonna and Agnes? Yeah. Like, how do we save like Juniper? Agnes at first doesn't want to, right? No, she's, because once again, she's it's like- her bubble or whatever she called mm-hmm. Yeah, a little circle. Circle. Which now is just her and an unborn child. Yeah, it's a very small like, circle. That baby's not real. Okay, like, it's like a massive <laughs> yeah. cells. You need to calm down. Yeah. You know, your sister is very real. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> But that's the truth. So she's like, I'm putting myself above everyone else. And my new reason is the baby. Um, and Belladonna's like, same old Agnes. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily they decide to not do that. And uh, Belladonna and Cleo go to old Salem for answers. Because they think they have, yeah. And she like goes to her and she's like, she give her her tears? Because no. doesn't she say, I need your milk or something no, yes, so she, she gives does. her, like, a, they give a mirror. They had to use the mirror, mirror on the wall thing to see Juniper. Juniper. To finally convince her. Oh, that's how she convinced her. To even, like, to see her sister, like, truly right. in peril before she was just like, oh, this is, like, the last <laughs> time. Oh, and Beatrice lost her job at the library. Yeah. With yeah. her notebook, which is even more scary. It's, like, everything. Everyone's oh, name's written notes. down and it's left at work. Like, that's a really poor idea to leave yeah. at work. That's what the hell? Anywho, you don't keep secret shit like that at your workplace that can get like raided by the police nope. for any reason. But um, yeah, so she's at a low point too. So they go to the old Salem um, mm-hmm. to try to like finish their because they think that they have 
an idea that that might be where how to bring one. back Evelyn. And I think that's when yes. her boss actually Mr. Blackwell. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think he's the impetus for them going, right? Because right. he's yes. like, I would go to the last place in the scene. And yeah, yeah. he's one of my favorite characters. And he squeaks because he returns to the book. He's like, I yeah. think he left something. And I'm like, oh, he kept it safe. Thank her. you. I mean, I did also like the lady that told her that she was fired. Yes. But she didn't seem nice until she was like, actually, I'm supposed she to report saving seeing you on site. Which is why I'm not looking at you right now, and you should get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, before I see you. Like, I don't see you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Like, yeah, I respect like, that. Like, even if you, like, if you're having to do your job and you're too scared to be like part of the movement, at least being like, get out now before I see you. Yeah, like, I'm, you're having us head start. Yeah, like, I don't want to turn you in. Yeah, but yeah. I'm also not going to go to jail. For you. Yes. So here's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. You just get out. Bye. You know exactly. Um, so yeah, I really like that, and I love Mr. Blackwell because he's like, listen, his whole family we find out has been a family that protects people, no matter their circumstances. Like he has a safe room in his house behind a bookshelf that's just always been for keeping people safe, regardless of what was going on. And so he helps them figure out they need to go to Old Salem, and they go to this weird museum where they figure out the words because. You know, Juniper has the will. Yeah. Um, Bella has the words, and then what's her face? Agnes, Agnes has the way, mm-hmm. right? And so they do take her milk. I yes, either they take it or she's she supposed to give it. She's got it. I think she has vials or something. I think like when I think she just like squirts it when they because doesn't she like send yeah. a signal somehow? Yeah. So she, said, she says, "Watch for yeah. my signal," and I think it was like she said, "You need to figure out the ways," which is like. I think she does give her tears and she's like, you gotta figure out the milk and you gotta figure out the blood mm-hmm. of um, Juniper, which Juniper's blood is dried on her hand. Right. So she still has that. So she does, she's like, basically Bella says the words and mm-hmm. she has to like, when it's done, do that and mm-hmm. kind of help channel her. So, so that it works. Yeah. <laughs> they all three end up getting into it. Thankfully, I'm doing oh, it. Let me check it. So, I mean, you can cut this out, but I do, I have to leave at 4.30. Oh, so okay. if we want to make it through like the tower coming back. Yes, so the tower yes. comes back. Yes. yes, it works. Yes, so like she sends a signal, it's all the dogs barking. Mm-hmm. Um, while all of this is happening, the new mayor guy is mm-hmm. down in the deeps, mm-hmm. <laughs> being super creepy, right. and pretty much letting us know that he is, in fact, the new bad guy. And torturing her somehow i don't know he's i don't even remember what he's doing he's just trying to ask her questions oh he's trying to ask <laughs> sorry he's trying to ask about the three you go go ahead oh so basically he uses his creepy shadows he admits a little finger thing and he tries to pull the words out of juniper about the tower oh well, because he wants yeah he doesn't know, know where the tower's at yeah he doesn't know where the tower's at he doesn't know if they called the tower he's obviously afraid of them calling the tower that's right yeah so that's when he tries to like hold the trees and believe her mm-hmm. and of course at this point they haven't actually called the tower fully and yeah. so like he pulls that out of her like goes into her which is really creepy and i think this is when he asks her it might be the second time when he asks her who taught her the ways yes mm-hmm. because he thinks obviously he thinks there's someone yeah. that has given her this knowledge and ability which we know later who he's fishing for exactly but, but you know she doesn't know that time yeah. but she suddenly knows like there's someone more he's more afraid of than me yeah um that's related to the tower being called yeah so yeah so So, and juniper is able to portal out yeah so she's got like that collar on so she feels that 
the magic's happening and she's like my sisters are helping me <laughs> that made me really sad that yeah. she heads out but and then she does the magic and she basically like gets burned up because of the collar mm-hmm. and then she hears mama mags mm-hmm. and then yeah she pulls it out all of this stuff yeah. happens yeah well they like <laughs> they do the signal so during it like bella gets her familiar mm-hmm. during oh, the yeah. she almost burns oh, yeah. alive internally yeah doing this um and the familiar kind of like teaches her to do the three circles uh-huh, and that's yeah. also mag kind of like hands her a stone or something and also kind of like teaches right. things when they do the three circles that's when they portal into the tower mm-hmm. and then they're like oh my god we found it that's and like Jennifer right. collapses there and they like kind of heal her but then they're like we need to hide this thing. this is in the freaking center of like yeah why the they square. call it in the center of town i well because that's where agnes was I know, but I don't know why. why like, I don't feel like that's because the ways we're at. That's how that went. I don't. I'm gonna be honest here. I don't fully understand the ways because, know. like, yeah. I guess I thought it meant like movement because words and will are very straightforward. Yes, I feel like the ways are physical ways. Yeah, like, like I guess like I'm doing hand movements right now. You don't know, but we're doing movements. But yeah, I was very confused about what the ways meant because she never. No. no she's like i have the words and you have the ways and we're good mm-hmm. okay right i always think like the ways kind of like knowledge and implicate like implementing it maybe that's the words yeah but anyway that was yeah i was yeah. always confused about it was so they called the center town you're right they had it it's great to get there it's a library yeah Woo! and bella is so she's the most <laughs> this is the dream yeah she has a witch library you guys and yeah. it's amazing Let's kind of speed through the remainder yes. of this because we are running out of time. Um, so a couple of things. Let's skip to Agnes's birth. So oh, yeah. after that they, all the same thing, right? Yeah. Well, oh, a couple no. of days later. That's right. Because after they call the Agnes towers, wants. Agnes once again is like, oh, no, you guys. Right? Because she sucks. I don't know why she would just stay in the tower. I think guys, I'm about to have this baby. It's safer yes. for me here anyway. Right. Can I ask you a favor and help me get food or something? You know, like, I don't understand why she that. Yeah. Juniper and Belladonna stay in town with Cleo, pretty much. And they only leave because it's hidden. So they only leave at certain points of town. Yeah. Uh, but Agnes is like, I'm washing my hands with this. I'm done. I'm going to go have my baby and live a normal life without witching. Which is so stupid because now they're all wanted for witchcraft. All three of them are wanted. So yeah. she has to disguise herself, take yeah. a fake name, get a job at the mill again. And she's just like, I love the chapter. It's like, she used to be something and now she's nothing because she is reading the, all of the things that her sisters are doing in the newspaper because they keep doing right mm-hmm. demonstrations yeah demonstrations they're like they're seeing people they're doing they all, sorts all the girls out of the cells right like all sorts of stuff they freed the people on the cells so they're doing all sorts of good stuff and she's just reading about it and she's like i used to be someone and i'm like you still are you're choosing not to be yeah you're actively you're purposely not being someone whatever you know, so it takes basically another sign of abuse of someone abusing someone else for her to like realize she can't ignore who she is. I'm like, I'm not here for this journey, Agnes. You know, like <laughs> the things you've been through, she have already told you this. Yeah. But so then she ends up leaving. She has nowhere, shockingly, she's nowhere to go. She has no people. She has no friends. Mm-hmm. Um, she's no one. She ends up basically giving birth on the street. Yeah. And she's not basically. Yeah. That's what happens. Like literally. And then she's wanted. Yeah. So she gets arrested. As she gets arrested, she sees them digging up the golden tree by the cemetery, and she tries to send a message to August Hill, who she's basically told to fuck off by this point, which wasn't yes. fair. No. Does she have her familiar yet? Doesn't no. she send a she gets it she while gets it she gets it. Birth. 
She said, oh, it's just a spot like a mockingbird. Yeah, she's okay. like a mockingbird. Okay. Yeah. And she knew someone was because one, the midwife had been taken. Yeah. yeah. So she made it thing. all the way across town. This was very painful. Yeah. <laughs> she's like walking across town. Oh, and you know, that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I can imagine. Horrible. Yeah. And I had drugs. You had drugs. <laughs> and it was so horrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, and she did go to try to go to her sister's, but because she didn't make it. it was dug, when she got to it, it, it was dug up, so she couldn't actually get in and like then they the were symbol trapped was removed. Yeah. so like and then she got caught so all that just very badly happened it's terrible yeah it's so, just like change in the hospital bed which is like the absolute nightmare to me you know? once again this is all her fault it is her fault. she has no one to blame herself true she decided to go off on her own and then realized too late that was really stupid um and that she could just be giving birth safe in a little tower with her sisters okay so instead no she's not doing that so she gets arrested and she then the baby, I don't know if it's breach or what, baby's not coming out, she's yeah. having problems. Luckily, her sisters show up magically, literally, and save her and knock yeah. out the whole hospital. And August shows up and it's all fine. Yeah. And then they go back to the tower. Mm-hmm. And I think at this point she's done pretending that she's done with her sisters. Yeah, she stays. She's like, I should and she gets a familiar and Juniper's super jealous. They're yeah. also like now officially bound together. Yes. Uh, yes. Because they bound each other to save her. Oh, well, that's right. So she couldn't that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The binding spell keeps her alive. Yeah. So she's like, I guess I'm away from that. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so she's kind of like she whatever. She in here. She's kind of whatever to August again, which we met. Um, but so then at this point, we're kind of at the end of our story. Um, they're in hiding because they're extremely wanted. She'd been caught. She's not caught. Gideon Hill becomes the actual mayor. They know that something's bad about him. They don't know exactly what. Um, but then Gideon Hill steals her baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he steals the baby name is Eve Everlasting, which is a mouthful. Yeah. Um, Agreed. So he said it best. Gideon yeah. said it best. He's like, that is a mouthful. I was like, it is. So, but her baby's name is Eve. Eve is sick. There's been a mysterious plague going on, kind of. And when they tried to save it with witchcraft, it got worse. worse than, for some yeah. people, yeah. So they don't understand it. So poor baby Eve has this kind of sickness, whatever it is, nothing better. And then she gets stolen by Gideon Hill's men. And Gideon Hill makes a deal with Agnes that if she gives up her two sisters, he'll give her her baby back and let her basically run away. So she goes to her sisters and is like, she has the wild idea from talking to Gideon Hill because she tried to attack him. And he had like a force field spell up. Mm-hmm. Um, and her familiar was able to like slash at him, mm-hmm. but she's realized he definitely is some kind of powerful witch. Yeah. Um, and from whatever he said, she gets the feeling that she can talk to the what she believes are the first three that started the Avalon thing. Because well, he, yes. that's who he was really afraid of. That's who he's really afraid of. I think he asked, like, "Have you seen them?" Yes. Yeah. So she figures out that there's some way that they can see these three. And we thought they were evil based on all the stories, right? Yeah. But they're not. So she. It sounds completely a mad woman, but she gets the, her sisters to go to the tower and to cast Even this Even though it's been spell. destroyed at this point. Oh, it's been, yes, it's been burned. He burned the tower while she's giving birth because... They found it after they dug up the tree. Yes. They destroyed all the knowledge. Of exactly. The tower story. It's so yeah. sad. All the books. Oh, it's so... It's an absolute nightmare. But then Bella was still able to go back and disappeared again. And he's mad. Right. And then, yeah, later, that's when he found Agnes and said, did you talk to them? So he knows that they for sure called the tower. And you know he's burned the tower, yep. um, but he's still afraid that they have this other knowledge uh, mm-hmm. from them. So she has this idea that she that they can call the first three, even though they're dead, and they're able to. So they meet the what they believe is the original, but not really mother maiden crone. Yeah. 
and they all relate each to kind of one of them, but also not completely. Um, they tell them that Gideon Hill is basically St. George. St. George. He's all these other people from history. That's what we talked about him, but yeah, he's, he's I mean, a, we know of him, yes. <laughs> the dragon slayer, but yeah, he's basically the witch slayer. Yeah. But he's also, well, I mean, we're getting there. He's Hansel, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yes. And the person he really didn't want them to talk to was his sister, Gross. who was the maiden. Maiden? Yeah. yeah. Maiden. And then um, she's like, okay, he's terrible, but also maybe try to save him by saying his name right but i think she didn't really think he was famous. so anyway they're mm-hmm. like yeah this is our big long story it's basically witches persecution mm-hmm. he didn't want to die and he found ways to stay alive exactly for hundreds of years by stealing people's bodies particularly <laughs> right. children yeah he's literally like a body snatcher yeah so that's what he does and that's how he stayed alive quote unquote mortal throughout all this time he saw them bind themselves to the tower and to, well, to mostly witching itself not yeah. really the tower yeah. uh but he realized that he could bind his mortal soul to something and so he did and so that's kind of how he's continued to live on and be a horrible piece of trash mm-hmm. so they come up with this plan because agnes promised to give over his sister's um, so they come up with this, this is like the big finale of the story to get Eve back yeah. is that they have to burn at the stake. They like get arrested. They decide to get burned at the stake, but luckily they're stalled against getting damaged by the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, Cleo, well, like Cleo's does this all right. But anyway, Cleo it doesn't matter. People are there to help. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Like, yeah, yeah they busted everyone out of jail at this point. Yeah. And they've asked people that are brave enough to come and help. Yulia comes and helps. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many people that are there. Even Miss like, Stone. Of, even Miss Stone, like, a lot of women. He brought all of these iron workers. Mm-hmm. I will say, aside from real quick, that real uh, creepy thing was that um, Gideon offered to spare Juniper if he, she was, like, like, into her. Yeah. Married her. <laughs> because she was wild and reminded his sister and he was tired of being alone yeah so that's mm-hmm. creepy mm-hmm. um she thinks i said no but i wouldn't put that out there because also we learned that he was the source of all the plagues yes, yes. and that he knew how to control it now which means he pointedly did it to eve and all the other people yeah people of blessing because anyway hurry on yeah yes. that happened yes so gideon created the plagues yeah. and he was gross and yes. he was under juniper because he remembered him of his sister uh, yeah so <laughs> gross <laughs> so gross yeah so anyway um so she says no so he starts his big display of burning them alive um luckily it doesn't work they break free um they're able to use and juniper is going to go do the snake thing on him yes but then she has a moment of regret because she's like oh he's a lost little boy in the woods and she sees herself in him she does she sees her previous self before she's like abandoned Mm -hmm. and sad and all that stuff and then um oh his fake daughter kills him <laughs> which was great grace Legends, we haven't really talked about very yeah, much yeah, she's been brainwashed this whole time yeah her shadow was that's true yeah she's literally been brainwashed and controlled by him yeah and she like she has moments where it seemed almost like she wanted out but she was she now we know she wasn't in control yeah and so finally with the they create a daylight spell to get rid of the shadows and therefore a lot of his power she's kind of finally free and she just strangles him with her sash. What he say? Yeah. Kills him. Kills just, him. Which she doesn't. It's poetic justice at the end. It is. Like she, except. That was her abuser. Yeah. You know, in a way. Like she, at least when Juniper fucked up, she was able to finish the job. Sure. Someone right. had to do Yeah, but he she, doesn't die. And he doesn't she didn't die. know that one. No, because she's never been. Obviously, she didn't. 
Um, so Juniper sees him slopping away with his soul is like a black gooey mass. Yeah. It's just like ink going around. towards the baby. Going towards the baby. Who is now back in um, the Agnes's arms. Yes. Right. So he needs a new host and he likes an innocent little host. Mm -hmm. So he's now going towards the baby. And Juniper sees it and she decides the only way to save baby Eve is to bind him to herself. Mm -hmm. And I would just like to say, I wish she'd gone another way. But I mean, she so. had moments. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she does that. Um, also, so she does. She And then he's like, now I am with you forever. Oh, <laughs> branches and then, um, oh, she gets a familiar now because she gets his familiar, yes. who is a tortured wolf that doesn't want to be with him, but has to. Um, this is the part, like, I thought, yeah, okay, fine. She's going to find a way to get rid of him. Mm -hmm. But instead, she decides to kill herself. Right. Because she's, she's containing him yeah. with the help of the binding between Bella and Agnes. She's strong enough to contain him inside of her and not let him take over her body. Yeah. And so she throws herself into the fire, saying, because they learned a spell to destroy his soul. Yeah. We're not destroying his soul, but to make it so that his soul couldn't come back, come back and take over someone else's body. Yeah. Was, so that his soul would finally depart. Yes. Um, and so she's seeing this spell. And that's actually when she gets her own familiar. Because yeah. his wolf familiar is guarding. Uh, Gideon, because his wolf familiar, by the way, is 100% double him. Yes. Um, also, familiars are just pure magic. Right. And yes. magic is like, oh, he's abusing. Exactly. Yeah. He's okay. abused magic and natural law. Yes. So, this, so her familiar creates itself and is a crow, which is so appropriate. Yes, it is. And her, her familiar keeps chanting the spell. Because she can't. Because she's being burned. Because she's burned, being burned blood. So, yes, after her throat is burned. Her crow familiar keeps chanting the spell to destroy getting help. Yeah. And she is successful at destroying the bad guy getting help. Unfortunately, she dies. Yes. Yeah, there's no coming back from where she burned. No. And, and how she burned. At this yeah. point, this is so messed up. But I was like, she oh, wouldn't want to come back and say that she burned. No. It would be worse. <laughs> it was messed up because when I read this part of the book, I was like, oh, Susie would be happy someone died. <laughs> I don't like when people die. <laughs> Actually, no, because when we read a quarter through the roses, you were mad that everyone came through the big battle. Oh, like, that's oh. true. That is true. Yeah, oh, but she doesn't really die. Really. She comes back. Yeah. She comes she, back she, when the sisters bring her back. So there weren't real consequences. But she, <laughs> I mean, she's, she's dead. dead. <laughs> she's dead. She'll she's never know dead. Like, love if she wants that. Oh, but. I know. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure it that she truly ever wanted it. She seemed yeah. kind of opposed. She, yeah, she never really. She seemed like. So she's like it. a thing now. She's, she's just like, like this thing, and she seems to be okay. Yes, she seems fine. She gets she's, to be like a little spirit that lives at the tower, and her sisters yeah. visit her all the time. And she's able to like hold the baby and interact with like an yeah. invisible mm -hmm. esque form. And she's got the three crowns, like the three witches with her. She hangs out with them. She hangs yeah. out with them. Like she's not alone. And yeah, then like she even says, like, I can go to bed where they go to bed. When, when you guys are all old and like dying, I can just go to bed forever. Yeah. Until I get brought back again. And I'll be like, what's up, world? What's happening? Yeah. There is a part of me that I didn't want her to die. <laughs> I know. But I know. there is a part of me that was like, nobody's died. So, <laughs> anyway, I get what you said. It made me laugh. That <laughs> was hilarious. I was like, well, that's a messed up plot. And then I was like, yeah, I bet she's a little I was sad, obviously, because it was like sad for her. But I also appreciated that she was willing to sacrifice herself because it showed the personal growth of like yeah. her character in general and like loving all of them enough to do that and knowing yeah. it was right versus you know letting him get loose and 
talking about a poor baby that literally can't defend itself. Mm-hmm. So that's why he likes the kids because like mm-hmm. they're so scrappy. What are they gonna do? Um, I did think she was probably the strongest of all three of them because yeah. she's always the one with the will. She's always had the will. She's the strongest will, and I think that was kind of proving because they realized through this course that anyone can do magic. Men, yeah. men can do magic. Women can do magic. You don't need magical blood. You know, anyone as that long was as just you kind have. of another thing to keep people from thinking they could do it. Exactly, yeah. like you can't do magic because you're not magical. Okay, yeah. you know, and so anyone that had the will really and the knowledge could figure out how to do magic. So they've kind of learned that. But I feel like she, her sacrifice. I mean, it sucked because you know she was great, um, even though sometimes she was very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I felt for her so much, you know. But you're right, you know. So at the kind of end of the story. You know, Bella, Donna, and Miss Cleo are fine. Mm-hmm. They're engaged, probably. Um, yeah. They're having a good time. Yeah. Uh, Agnes and Mr. Lee are in Chicago doing some stuff. So we, family life. Yeah. And we see that's very cute. That's kind of working out yeah. finally, even though Agnes is so stubborn. Um, she's letting someone into her circle. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we see Jennifer is, you're right, she's she's fine in a way. She's not alive it's anymore. Different, but- but she has a body still when she wants to. She can be corporeal. Corporeal? Yes. It is a hard word. And she still has her familiar, which is nice. Yeah. And that was all because when she was burning, Bella had the thought to bind her mm-hmm. to kind of the world. The same way the, the crone thing, the yeah. maiden, the mother were bound. So that's why she's still kind of there. I also thought it was really cool that everyone in this square pretty much, like, chanted together mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like they were kind of like once Gideon got his claws out of everyone they were like why am I angry like why am I feeling this way because they were being controlled mm-hmm. so that was kind of neat the people that like maybe never had even considered like the stone actually ever doing magic they were like okay we gotta do whatever this is yeah I don't understand but like it's important we're gonna yeah. do it you know so that was kind of cool so yeah. that was this book you guys I liked it a lot I really liked it did you read it I don't want to go first. What would you read? What would Susie read? She's not drinking. I'm going to say a four. Okay. Wait, out of five, right? Out of five. Yeah, four. I liked it. Okay. I liked it a lot. What would you say? I'd have to say like a four, four and a half. Okay. okay. Maybe a four. I'm going four as well. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was very good. Yes. Um, it was a very good story. It was very well done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to go four. I think four is a solid. Yeah, good four out of five. It was a solid book. Definitely worth a read. Absolutely. Even though it's long. Yes. And it's at times, are too. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, if the book isn't that way, then yeah. is it really a good book? If it doesn't yeah. make you stop and think and get frustrated, then you're yeah. just kind of going through the motions, mm-hmm. but it's just it's not as a. They have to have growth. They if do. the characters don't have growth, then it's not. Then it's not rewarding. It. They all have growth, I yeah. feel, in really good ways. Yep. So yeah. it was very good. And, you know, it's worth checking out if you haven't. And so far, you've listened to this, but <laughs> yeah. hopefully you have. And join us next month where we chat about The Cool Prince, which is the first book in Cold of the Air series. And if you want to talk about a character that drives Alicia crazy, <laughs> you are about to meet Jude Dwarf. Oh, good. <laughs> I love her fiercely. Oh, yes. I adore her. But yeah, she makes you mad, especially in the first book. I feel like the most, maybe. I maybe it's the whole series. It's, it's kind of a blur at this point. But you definitely have moments that you just want to like shake her a little bit. (laughs) I love her. And you will too, I hope so. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.